batted in both Sherry Butts, which happened oh, to drive me, yeah. me nuts. Yeah, every time. <laughs> Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. You probably are, and that's why we like you. Uh, on this week's episode, a long-awaited reunion between Cole and I. You guys haven't missed out yeah. too much. You got two weeks. And not that anyone yeah. really should miss out on hearing us, but you know what? Some of you guys like People us. love us, Robbie. Some, you know what? Speaking of which, mm-hmm. we passed a little bit of a milestone. Not that we like, yeah. keep track of these things, but I saw it was approaching, so I kind of obsessed on it because I was like, oh. Yeah. But uh, last week, we had a 1,000 downloads in a month period. More than 1,000. More than 1,000, yeah. yeah. I mean, not like yeah. a million, but more than 1,000, yeah. which I think is pretty cool. It's just pretty neat to think that, you know what? Gosh darn it, people like us too. And that yeah. or they hate listen. Steve. Yeah. But uh, anyway, thanks for listening, folks. Appreciate it. It's, it's just, you know, whenever our wives say to us, Ugh, you're doing that podcast thing, we, now we can say, we don't want to let down a thousand people in the next month. Exactly. So, actually, exactly. it's probably more like the same 250. No. But 250, 250 is still good. Or yeah. that one super fan that's listened 900 times. Yeah, Thank exactly. You. And we love you. Uh, yeah. If you want to get, if you're one of the people that's been listening lately, re- reach out and touch me and Cole <laughs> and hit us up on Instagram Through at Chill Filtered. <laughs> yeah. Pod- is it Chill Filtered Podcast or just Chill Filtered on Instagram? I think it's Chill Filtered Podcast. I should know this. It's but it's also Chill Filtered Podcast at gmail.com yeah. in case you don't have Instagram. Yeah. Or be and- like a few of our listeners, such as Miles Ferguson and, and David Rockefeller, who get a Instagram just to reach out and hang out with us. Yeah, we appreciate that. But yeah, if you don't want to get on Instagram and you're listening and you hear what whiskey would you choose, go ahead and email us at chillfilteredpodcast at no, yeah, at gmail.com. I don't know. I feel like I threw one too many ats in there. It's awesome. um, You know why I did that? Because I'm excited. It's been two weeks. I yeah, know. Like two weeks since we've talked, Cole. How you Seriously. doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. I, it's weird. So I'll start with this, and then I'll probably get to the good stuff. Um, oh, the I have been stuff. feeling anxious lately, and I hate Uh-oh. feeling anxious. But I think it's going away. Let's hope it's going away. Uh, I don't know what it is, and it's not caffeine. Haven't been drinking the caffeine, so but maybe it'll just pass. Maybe it's a seasonal thing or something like it, that. But is it secondhand caffeine? Has your wife been lighting up some caffeine me? blunts? Yeah, she's been uh, kissing me with those caffeine lips. Oh geez, mm-hmm. I like I like to. No, she this. doesn't kiss me. She's like, oh, do I have to kiss you again? And like, stop. She's not physically people. affectionate. She's not, and I am. <laughs> that's that's Chelsea. Like, that's one of my love language. Although yeah. I think Chelsea's grown. Like, she was like, you know what? Like, you're not very physically affectionate in public. And I was like, I didn't think you wanted me to be. So yeah, now, yeah, that's great. I am. It is great. No, I love it. No, I feel like we're at a point in our marriage where we're really growing. Yeah, still and like it's, it's stuff like that. It's just like certain things are just getting better, and it's it's nice. It's like oh, like it's easier to communicate and not be hurt. Nice. Because we should grow to Virginia and hang out with us and and grow together out here for a week. Because or Virginia is, is for, for lovers. brothers, lovers. Yeah, and and lover brothers. Oh, <laughs> now nah, let's just go with brothers and lovers. Should, should stop that. Let's separate it. Yeah. Yeah, got to keep them separated. Oh, I was literally listening to that this morning. Were uh, you come out and play by the offspring? And you know what it made me realize that 
Smash by The Offspring, the album, mm-hmm. it's like honestly one of the greatest albums of the night. It's really good. I mean, front to back. It's yeah, like, front to back. There's not a there's not a bad song on it. Yeah, I mean, unless you don't like that. The Offspring. Yeah, but like someone, I heard someone recently say, and it was like a, a musician or something, and he took it back apparently, but he said originally that The Offspring sold out. And I thought about that. I was like, did they sell out? Or every or stadium tour? Out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they, uh, I, I, I respect them. And like, if you look at them as a band, like just by the the looks of them, you're like, yeah, they look like sellouts. But you listen to their music, and you're like, this is not sellout kind of music. So, well, you at I, least they're at least they're '90s days. <laughs> I can respect them. Uh huh. Although. Just the tone of like when it hits Americana hit, it was like, oh, that you it changed. Let's skip but, that. Yeah. But you know, that's fair. It's fair. Mm-hmm. I was just, I just got done saying, like, I am growing and learning new in new ways and I'm changing. Ah, People evolve. Changing. So, you know, if mm-hmm. that's the way they evolved and it made them some more money, then I don't know. Is that selling out? I don't know. You get to a point evolve in life. Evolve is a word. You get no. to a point in life too where it's like, oh, I need to think about my finances more. I can't just live day to day and. Okay, Probably. pretty fly for a white guy. Make me a buck. Here we go. I don't know. Yeah. I can't blame somebody, you know? You got a good point about pretty fly for a white guy. Although, the, yeah. I don't know. I like, I like them. Dexter Holland, yeah. Harvard graduate. Noodles is pretty great. Wait, what? Really? I think so. he's like... That or maybe it was... Maybe it's Stanford. I don't know. I know he's has a higher Still, level. Smart guy. He has a prestigious school that he went in was that pre-offspring or was it like during offspring oh man i don't know it's because it's like weezer where rivers like i think he went back to harvard after the band got started hopefully i'm not thinking of that he might be because he definitely rivers definitely went to harvard yeah anyway how else you doing besides the i mean you want to no yeah no it's uh things are good i got my exam coming up but i'm not feeling great about it but that's okay i'm not gonna fight anyone in the street at least thus far um i have i have surrendered to the idea that i will likely fail and that's okay it's another practice exam as i told or as miles ferguson told me recently um so yeah life's good uh Let's see. Oh, we're going apple picking this weekend. There's a really nice Ooh. orchard out here in the beautiful state of Virginia. And, Just one orchard. Uh, Everybody converges from the whole state. I, yeah, there's probably a bunch. But hey, it's, we're no Washington state where that's like the, the apple state, apparently. There's, we, where we where George Washington cut down the apple tree. You know what I'm saying? You know where, but, the, um, Fuji, you know where the Fuji apple comes from? Uh, not Japan. Not Japan. But it's marketed towards Japan from, the, nice. from Washington. I didn't know that. That's cool. I believe that's. Gosh, I'm doubting. Like, I feel like I had these facts in me, you know, because Dexter Holland, he went from the University of Southern California, but still he, a good school. Good school. Yes, but he's got a degree in bio, a bachelor's in biology and a master's degree in molecular biology and good a PhD him. in molecular what? biology. So he's very well a PhD in rock and roll. <laughs> A, a bachelor's in rock, a PhD in rule. Check it out. I can tumble. So, another quick note on The Offspring. I didn't always love the song Self Esteem, but lately I think that is a masterpiece of a song. No, you think so? Um, because there is the perfect level of in that song of self deprecation. 
and uh and it's like i love moose in the back for those on youtube get a good uh view of moose the uh the farter himself you might have um, been, but yeah if you're on the pockets you might have heard him licking his paws a little while ago yeah mm-hmm. i didn't have the heart and, to take him uh, but yeah i think it's just a great song and like i i i honestly think it's the perfect mixture of like self-deprecating and like i don't know like it it, it in a way proves a point but it's still rock like it's still like a good song you know yeah Speaking of, if you mm. ever, I know I've recommended. It. I may have even said it on the podcast. Have you ever listened to this uh, song, song exploder? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Podcast. Okay, so there's a they have a uh, they. I, I th- hopefully it's the same guy, but they have a Netflix show now. No and, way. Yeah, so I was watching. Like, there's not a lot of songs that like. So that's the thing with that podcast. So they that's take the hard thing. Some of the songs you don't know, even though you yeah, know the band. or you don't care about. But like, they just yeah. take a song. Mm-hmm. They go to like the people who recorded it. Although go, the National okay. did Sea of Love, which was a great choice by them. Yes. And they just say, how did it happen? And what about this? And they mm-hmm. just break down every little piece of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on Netflix, I was watching uh, the REM one on Losing My Religion. Oh, and nice. it was really, it was, I don't know, it was really cool. But anyway, it was just talking about like the process. And Michael Stipe is pretty cool because he's just talking about it and talking about self, self-deprecation. Uh, Dude, being... talk about self-deprecation to the other extreme, in my opinion. That's why I yeah. don't like REM, to be honest. You know, I I do like REM. Mm-hmm. I don't like everything by REM. I respect but that. I do like REM. Uh-huh. They're very talented. Good stuff. Athens, Georgia. There you go. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. oh, uh, did I tell you? I think I mentioned it. Maybe an upcoming mentioned it, but the Yeah Yeahs uh, put out a new album, and I yeah. officially like it. Cole says yes, yes, yes to the yeah, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. There you go. Check, check box three times. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, things are good. Uh, and then oh, I'm also going on Saturday. Real quick before I ask you about your life and stuff. <laughs> uh, there is a big brewery. In a way, sadly, but in a not way, sadly, they got bought up by Anheuser Busch, which is fine. It happens with some craft stories, but it's called Devil's Backbone uh, Brewery. Okay. I said distillery, but brewery. They're a beer place. And they are putting out their first whiskey this weekend. Ooh. And it's a bottled and bond malted or malt whiskey. And I'm excited. And I think that's amazing for their first batch. It's a malt whiskey that they made themselves. And we'll see how good it is. It's 130 bucks, and I don't even think it's a 750 but we're going to do it. We're going to try it out. And we're going to have Perfect. a fun time. And we'll probably bring it on the podcast. And I hope I can talk to someone there and ask them some questions. And I hope um, our love of spirits lifted yours. And I got. We'll see you guys next run over. Yeah. We should just release that. What? Oh, just, just release like, that. Right <laughs> that was the episode. And then on Tuesday, do the rest. Yeah. Just like we'll, we'll always end at random points. Like it'll, just, <laughs> it'll never be expected. You never. Know. Oh, man. Talk about that's a good way to increase our downloads. It's like you got to <laughs> download in like. <laughs> Part one, shorten our episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, how how are things going for you? What's new? Uh, things are good, man. Um, since we talked, did family pictures? Got them back today, and Ooh. I gotta tell you, send them to. Me. I am the beast to my beauties, man. These girls, my are just dude. gorgeous. Oh, I have a beautiful family. You got, you got a fam, dude. I do, and they're all beautiful. I mean, in their own every way. single girl in that family is stunner, drop dead, and there you no. are. It's in and here I am. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, seriously though. Like, but anyway, we got our, we did family pictures this last week. Um, Please put to, them on the group, me. I want to see them. We'll do. We'll send our, some. Oh, it's hard to narrow down. And then uh, I just went to our friend's cabin, the one that we do fun whiskey shots with. Uh, had a good time with Chuck Westerberg and his beautiful Hey-o. wife. 
a Patreon beautiful supporters. man and a beautiful spouse. Absolutely, and they were, and they got even more so after they became Patreon members. Uh, but we, it was fun. We got a little, a little nutty. Uh, we did some cheerleading stunts, and uh, it was amazing. And I realized I got to start working on my squat a little bit more because nice. I got, I got to get Chuck up stably. That's my problem. That's um, kind of fun. Did yeah, you have pads to, to fall down on if you've messed oh, up? Oh, no, just ground and pine needles, man. It was poking hey. and hard, but we had a good time. Um, and That's then, cool. oh, I texted you. You never texted me back, but we, we got a trip planned with that same group to Phoenix. Oh, yeah, Scottsdale. Scottsdale yes. number one. Yeah, yeah so I think, I think we're going to actually be in Phoenix. So, okay. and I've been advocating. I said, they were like, we have options. And I was like, well, let's, let's run a car because an hour and a half away, we can get down to Del Bach. So That's true. I really like if I'm going to be down in that area, I really do want to get there. So you really should because and and Steven would probably be down to say hi as well as maybe that Mark guy who we haven't met, but it seems pretty cool. Yeah, I'll so, we'll just put in a word. Yeah, they're they're yeah. awesome people. Try to get down there. Maybe I'll maybe I'll try to bring the recorder and try to do a little. You might. Hey, one, one. you got in. They did with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm considerably less good looking, but I will give it my darndest. Very good looking. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's sweet of you. Yeah, no, life's been good, man. Like, and the twins are kind of finally starting to like get into a groove. Um, That's great. You know, it was I very saw a much... picture of Finley the other day, and I was like, she is a a woman, a young lady. <laughs> and I'm like, your kids are getting Dude, old, she's the, man, she's and they're princess. getting like they are, stunners. Yeah. I'm telling you, they're, watch yeah, out. Cute. You know, watch out for them. They are <sighs> dangerous. They put me through the ringer every night. And man. Amara's like almost a teenager. Oh my goodness. Dude, oh man, she's got to get braces. Oh, that's hard. Which is that'll, like, that'll stunt it a little bit. The, yeah, the it growing. was. Yeah, it was a little different. Like, I, so the thing is, like, we we did family pictures, mm-hmm. and we had, like she's got this one tooth in the back where it's like it's it's not it's definitely like needs some sort of like attention. Yeah, and I was like, but Mara, like, just like her front teeth, like we did a family pictures, and like they look great. Like you don't look like you need them. Well, she went to this. Mm-hmm to a new orthodontist that uh my sister-in-law works for and they're like huh why hasn't she been in sooner like this is bad like like talking about like the two like, shut up like the front teeth are great so then like she's got like a little bit of underbite and things going on and mara's always complaining she's like i think i need braces and we're like no your teeth are straight you don't no yeah. reminds oh, me of the no. time when she was a kid and she's riding her bike and she like fell in the grass and was like ah oh, my arm i'm like you're okay you're okay and then like <laughs> Never stop complaining for 45 minutes. I'm like, okay, let's go to the doctor. Broke her arm. Yeah. Gosh. Kid was saying she needed braces and then we didn't do You're anything. Still so, a anyway. good parent, Robbie. Do they, well, that's the thing, is like, you know, like, I don't know. There's more than meets the eye. Because it was one of the, it's one of the things where um, yeah, you just look at it and you're like, oh, it's, you're fine. Yeah. And then they transform into it. This is an emergency. We gotta take yeah. care of it. So anyway, that's a big deal. Didn't know have to spend money on that so yeah that sucks hey speaking of your anxiety we kind of transitioned do you ever meditate uh no i'm gonna send you an app it's called insight and it's pretty awesome okay. and it's one and oh, i've yeah, been told me about this yeah i've been doing it and it's kind of cool because one of my issues is I, I i definitely have like a script that i run through in my head that is self-deprecating totally. and it's just like oh like, like very hard on myself yeah uh, um except for not then, a promiscuous lady no um but i call myself after two yeah uh, turn out drunk I'm... again and look at the <laughs> yeah. score yeah oh boy 
Um, but anyway, no, it's really it's really helped me a lot with like I'll get like I feel myself like the my anxiety coming up or like just like things like that and like it's been kind of cool because I'll do quick I do a five minute one every day and like the script of it it just kind of changes that talk in your head we're like dude what are you worried about why are you stressing out about this that's an okay feeling to have yeah but but I gotta know here's the advice I need from you when do you find time um when like drive to work I can do that I'll just put my okay you can do it on your drive yeah I'm not I'm not you know and they say like you need to sit calmly, sit on the floor, ground right yourself. Now. I'm like, dude, I don't got time Love to ground chair. myself. Yeah. You know, and I think the biggest thing for me is like, I've got this four and a half minute meditation in my head where it's like, I know the drill. Now I can, I can do yeah. it. I just sit down for a second when I start feeling like, oh my God, that's cool. And yeah, so it helps me. So nice. I'll send it to you. Yeah. Sounds good. And speaking of send it, it's about that time, Cool. I guess so. It is, unless you got yeah. something else to say. No, I got history to say. I'll tell you that. Okay. So, uh, let's send it to break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Oh, yeah, we are. So I have a ton of shout outs this week and I have good history, but not too long history. So it's perfect. Perfect. Uh, first, perfect, shout perfect. out to Marco and AZ. Uh, oh, hope yeah. You had a great honeymoon. Congrats. Uh, and, and I would say, I hope you had a great wedding, but I know it was a great wedding. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Thank you. So check I this have out. no you clue. Know how... I only yeah, saw it because you weren't invited. <sighs> That's hard. I didn't even live stream. I know. So I, I mentioned last episode, I think, that um, uh, Ben Klepsa got me a, or like, like helped me get a bottle of Glen Grant 18. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that's what it was. Yeah, you said, yeah, yeah. you mentioned it on the podcast. Yeah, and so Marco, as a, yeah, so Marco in AZ, as a groomsman gift, gave me a bottle of uh, Glen Grant 18. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so I got two bottles of Glen Grant 18 now. <laughs> and I'm loving it because I got to try it while I was out there too. Oh, that's awesome. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. hold, oh man, I don't even have glasses ready. That's how unprepared I am, but friggin'. Oh, that was bad. Yeah, this these sample bottles don't work. Ooh. That's a baller move. Oh, I got Water. my crystal. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's yeah. okay. So all right, I'm gonna get glasses um, real quick. You keep shouting. So definitely a non-patreon but still baller status uh ting for uh marco and az uh and happy new marriage congratulations yes congratulations uh, on marriage. second uh marriage. shout out to ben klepsig who today just couriered uh some not only some um bottles like like the glitter grand 18 and future actually he got i don't think i've mentioned it yet but he got two bottles of what will be a future drink along uh, sample, which I'm really, really excited about. And I won't mention if I if I haven't already, if if or if not, I haven't already. Uh, but he also put in some awesome uh, other samples uh, for future episodes as well. So nice. big baller shout out, top baller shout out for Ben Klepsig. What a dude. Uh, thirdly, Sean Ciaro. Uh, congrats on the promotion and thanks exactly. for sharing that Absolutely. with us. We love hearing those kind of things. 
Uh, Sean is being promoted at the end of this month to detective after being uh, a cop, I think. Maybe that's maybe that's so, right, but I want to say he went from cop to detective. So cheers to Sean the Baller. A private eye uh-huh. is like a private nickname. Is I a think private- a private eye is a private investigator, detective or investigator. No, no, like, like, like. I think you're you're not connected with the like the the government. Or but are you considered a detective? Eye. I would say maybe not, but I would okay. say maybe. Sean, let us know because the yeah, nickname for a private investigator is we should call him a private, private dick, right? I don't know. I think it's a, like Dick Tracy. Ah, he was a detective, right? Maybe he was I don't like know. I don't know my I don't know my detection nomenclature. But like, but I was just curious. Like, I I would assume like if I was, I was in a career where one of the nicknames for it was that. Mm-hmm. I'd have giggle fun with it all day long. I just don't yeah, know. Yeah. So anyway, congratulations. Yeah. We'll Look have nicknames like know. that in the actuarial world. Yeah. Anyway. Especially not in teaching. Fourth, fourth Well, I'm sure my kids to... call me that. Yeah. Miles Ferguson. Hey, Miles. And uh, Miles was kind enough to share his uh, Tomatin Kubokin, uh, which is like the ghost dog release from Tomatin. And so thanks a ton, Miles. And uh, you will be getting... Uh, your so so technically this is what happened. I found his like he always mentioned that he loved that bottle. I found it in Arizona, and he's like, "Get it," and then take some of your own for future drink or not for, drink oh, drinks, man, for future episodes. Baller and status then he's like, and then sure. send the rest to me. Uh, so yeah, what a what a freaking baller! All right, another shout miles, out. Fifthly, two for Patricia. And, yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> uh, fifthly, David Rockefeller for being a truly patient baller. One moment. Because he still hasn't gotten his uh, Patreon goodies, but he will be soon uh, because he is uh, he earned some goodies and I will make it worth it. I t- I'll tell you, David. So uh, I tell you what, uh, you, will, <laughs> you will have more than what we would have originally had because you've been so patient. Uh, lastly, we will be couriering out the drink along samples uh, this week. So keep That's an eye cool. out and sign up on patreon.com slash filtered at a $10 tier or more to be able to be a part of the future drink alongs that will happen in over the next three months. So uh, that's all I got for the, for the uh, shout outs this week and the uh, notes to get to. So let's get into what we're drinking today. I don't think we've mentioned it. We haven't at all. Oh, we haven't. And <laughs> so we're drinking Kilholman Senek, uh, which is, uh, you might see it and read it as Kilkoman, but it's pr- pronounced Kilholman. And uh, it's, it's spelled S-A-N-A-I-G is the release. And it's pronounced Seneg, I think. Uh, at least from a Scottish person that helped me out on the internet. Uh, so this this is our first Kilhoman product on the podcast. We've done plenty of Isla distilleries. Uh, but this is a new one for us. I don't even remember ever even having Kilhoman. Uh, so this will be an altogether new experience for me, at least. I don't know if Robbie has, but no. so let's get to the background. Uh, you know, we talked about Isla before. Uh, it's an island off the inner Hebrides of Scotland, which is kind of the western, rocky, islandy coast uh, of the country of Scotland. And uh, we've heard of the big island distilleries like Ardbeg, uh, Laphroaig, Lagavulin, Colila. Uh, Bowmore, Brookladi, uh, but not everyone thinks of Kilhoman. 
in fact, Kilhoman is the smallest of the distilleries on the island, but it is growing. And it's only been around for less than 20 years, believe it or not. It was founded in 2005 as opposed to Bowmore, the oldest island distillery, which goes back to the late 1700s. Uh, but it was the first to be built on the island since 1908, which is pretty cool. Like over 100 years be between that and the last one that was built. Uh, it is one of very few Isla or even Scotch distilleries, uh, only six total, uh, that still uses a traditional floor malting process to, we talked about malting, moistening, and then heating the, the grain as it grows. Um, and... It is the only Isla... Dis oh, wait, where did I leave off? Uh, yeah, it is the only distillery and only Isla distillery, but only distillery to do all the whiskey processes from growing the barley, malting, to distilling, to maturing, to bottling, all on the island of Isla. Um, a lot of Isla distilleries will get their uh, barley from some other portion of Scotland is from what I hear. So oh. they're the only one that does Ooh. everything on the island. I At like that. Most of their, like, like, and even some of their stuff is completely done right in their property, which is kind of cool. Uh, they do have some, so Port Ellen uh, is a no longer uh, in, in action distillery, but it was a, at one point it was a big island distillery. But anyway, they get some of their uh, maltings from Port Ellen, uh, which is, closed or not closed but it's just not running i don't believe uh and which uh is kind of cool so but they also do like i said grow their own barley on their own property uh which it seems like a little bit little bit of both is still going on these days uh the older port ellen maltings were a high in peat smoke uh they usually they were around like ardbeg level and ardbeg's like uh mid tier or like like regular level of parts per million on the phenol scale is about 50 so the port ellen mm. ones were around 50 parts per million on the phenol like smokiness scale uh but the ones they they malt themselves in their own malting uh floor maltings is uh typically in the 20 range of parts per million on the phenol scale not as smoky uh Kilholman, uh has a few bottlings one is the Mackier bay not sure if i pronounced that right which is a single malt isla at 46% alcohol by volume. And all of their bottlings are single malts, uh, for the record. They also have Lock Gorm, which we actually have a sample <laughs> of. Um, uh, and we will drink that in a future episode. Uh, but it's similar release, but this one's limited. And they do some, some cool, specially finished uh, batches that are released each year. Uh, there's another uh, limited edition called 100% Isla, which I think is kind of cool. Uh, this is where this is one of those ones where they don't use the Port Ellen uh, maltings. They use their own maltings and everything comes from Isla as well as kind of their area to begin with. So um, legit. And that's a year, yearly release as well. So they're always a little bit different. Um, limited release. So uh, and then there's what we're drinking today, the Seneg. Um, and it was named after the inlet on Isla's Atlantic coast. Uh, it's kind of just directly north of the Kilhoman property on Isla. Uh, and it's not too far from where it is, but it's the uh, Seneg. Uh, Seneg Moore, I want to say it's called originally, but they just call it Seneg. Vatted in both Sherry Butts, which happened oh, to drive me nuts. Oh, drives yeah. me nuts. Yeah, every time. 
And also ex-bourbon barrels, but mostly yeah, okay. sherry. In fact, mostly Oloroso sherry butts, apparently. Uh, it is part of their core range. This isn't a limited sherry. edition, what we're drinking today. Just like Macier Bay. Sherry. Um, peat level is around 50 parts per million. Uh, so I'm guessing this is one of the Port Ellen malting um, grain. Uh, 46% alcohol by volume, 92 proof. Aged around four to five years. Uh, so I don't think there's an age statement, but they say it's around four to five years. Purple label on the bottle. Uh, this will be interesting. Here's, here's why I think this will be interesting. Is that uh, normally young in terms of Isla is a 10, maybe eight year for like Lagavulin 8 or Ardbeg or Lafroig 10. Uh, and they can be a little potent uh, for the youth. And usually age and maturity brings that sweet peat mix. Um, but we'll see in a four to five year, uh, you know, offering how that goes. A total wine price, 70 bucks. Let's crack this open. What do you say? Let's do it. Oh, kill Homan. Who sent this one in again? It was this. Uh, I I actually didn't mention that. Uh, this is from the baller himself, or did I mention it? Maybe I didn't. From the baller himself, Ben Klepsig. So, and if I'm wrong on that, I severely apologize. But I'm pretty sure this is Ben's writing. Ooh, Ooh nice color. Whoa, it like pours slow almost. Oh I don't know. Gosh. It doesn't. Right it off looks the like bat, it's like honey. Uh-huh. It's it's peaty, but it's like uh. Almost like a sweet tobacco kind of a smoke. Yeah, it's different. And it's not bad at all. Like this is no, a very um, approachable young Isla. It's, uh, and I think the sherry has a big impact on that, to be honest. It is, it's like, uh, gosh. And I'm not, I'm not like, again, I am not a tobacco product connoisseur by any means. But I want to say this reminds me of like opening up a pouch of Red Man. Which I yeah. probably have not smelled in forever, Big but it's Chief. like the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> but it's like it's like super sweet, just dark and tobacco smoky. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Nose on it is phenomenal. I will say that. It's very rich. It's very yeah. smoky, sweet. I'm gonna go for a sip. There is a sharpness in a good way. There's a sharpness to the peat, but it is a really well-rounded uh, uh, dark fruit. Share, like the things you'll get from a sherry finish, typically like dark fruits, cherries, um, some just Buddy. general um, plums and raisins even. Uh, you're getting a little bit of that, but there is a sharpness to the peat as opposed to like something like uh, like Oogadol or Korovrekin from Ardbeg, which have a really blend. Like it's like it it it's not as sharp on the nose, especially for the peat. So, what do you think? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I there's a lot going on there. A lot to unpack. It's mm-hmm. very rich. It starts Complex. off light. Starts mm-hmm. off light on the palate, and then all of a sudden, it just kind of hits you. That's exactly what I said. I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, it's uh but it's it's it, there's a lot going on and I don't I mean this is not light by any means. Like this there's a yeah. lot. Go, oh, God, I just said it like four times. It, it's really it's the the smoke hits you. There's some sweet there. It's um 
I don't know. I got to go for another sip. But there's a so, it's there's yeah, a lot when, going when I, on if I haven't mentioned. Yeah, it. and it, it it's <laughs> truly complex. You're getting hit by a wave after wave with this one, which I love. I love whiskeys that can do that. One thing I'll compare this to is like Corvrecken, for example. Corvrecken starts sweet, shows a little bit of peat throughout the palate, and then like finishes in a nice pear way and stuff like that. This one starts light. It does. I I believe it does start almost like what's going on like there's not a lot here and then all of a sudden there's this wave from below that's like it's almost like salty it's like it's like you're in the ocean and uh and all of a sudden this wave just hits you from below and you're like oh so it's it's like if you salty almost if you were to have a glass that's separated right and you have Mm -hmm. tap water on top just Mm -hmm. a thin layer of tap water and then it's ocean water that's what this is because it's really light and all of a sudden it's like Mm -hmm. it's full force right there yeah um and there is like some like it's like thick yeah it's really yeah yeah i like it um, i uh it does remind me a little bit of dorado by del Bach. it's got like the smoke yeah. where the smoke's hitting is almost mesquite on that level Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a different kind of peat than you usually get with a yeah with an eyelet for sure. I don't I'll tell know, you I'm, this. I'll tell you this first. I'm digging it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I like it. I I think the the blend and the 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 continuity of the sweetness and peat isn't as continuitous, if that makes any sense, <laughs> as uh like Corvrecken or Ugadal or to be even. Um, Delbach uh, Dorado. Uh, I I do think this is segmented in weird ways, in a, not a bad way, but in, in a different way. It's like, all right, first light, all of a sudden a little peat, a little salty, a little um, a little campfire, but not like overwhelming campfire. It's never like an Ardbeg or a Lafroy ten, or even a Lagavulin eight, where it's like a little bit too much at once. This is very um, well balanced for like a four to five year. I think they're doing a great job in that way. Uh, th- but I will say it is segmented and, and it's not a bad thing. It's just different than what I remember of some of those other bottles I mentioned. It's very savory. Like there's the sweetness, mm-hmm. like, yeah, more than sweet. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There is some sweetness there, mm-hmm. but it is really just full on briny, salty, savory. Yeah. Briny is um, a great word too. Kind of reminds me of like a really like salty pretzel almost. Uh-huh. Where it's just yeah, it's, there's there's a small bit of like sweetness with the bread there, but it's just like it's I don't know, it's very savory. I'm I'm digging mm. this for sure. I don't know if I could drink this regularly. Yeah. Um because it's like what was the ABV on this too? 46, so so 92. Okay. And it gets you a little bit on the back end of the palate, but mm-hmm. but not in a bad way, in my opinion. No, no, like it's, it's just, just it lets you it's it reminds light on like, the finish at first you're kind of you're just you're drinking that tobacco smoky kind of a mm-hmm. thing and it's like oh yeah it was a whiskey and like oh there it was like in yeah. a subtle way so yeah did you drop your water i did just, your just water? gave it the old spin j and uh similar notes uh nothing really changed too much for me on the nose from the first one maybe a little lighter uh, but i'm still getting that nice tobacco-y um I wouldn't even call this campfirey. I would just say just peaty. Sometimes peaty can just be like, yeah, it smells like a campfire. But sometimes peaty can just be salty, briny, smoky. 
Okay. Um, and I'm getting those notes as opposed to like full out campfire. Sweet. A little more sweet on the nose, maybe. A little sweeter on the nose for sure. A little, uh, you know, like fruit wise, I'm not able to pull out a lot, a lot of that fruit kind of sweetness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. I'm not getting like pears like I normally would with some mm-hmm. Isla's. Gosh. I am getting maybe maybe plums maybe yeah i was gonna say maybe uh, like uh yeah that plum, sherry. that stone fruit yeah. that sherry yeah. yeah it's definitely like the nose if you're gonna get a sweetness it's probably from the sherry right yeah 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 which so, that that in itself can drive you nuts yeah oh i'll tell you what um so yeah who. um yeah. Oh, okay so this has it light definitely lightened it up. It do, it doesn't mm. start light and then go like boom. Here I am. It's yeah. light and then it has. Oh gosh, I got to go for another sip. But there's something there where it just kind of it, it never goes to that like deep, strong hit you in the face kind of a thing. Yeah, definitely lighter, a little sweeter. Man, maybe I should have rinsed my. I feel like that was the neat wise. It was so robust that I feel like I probably mm. should have rinsed my palate going to the next one. Because there's something going on that I can't get. Mm-hmm. I think my only complaint with this is there's it's a little not, it's not it's really not like that big a deal, but compared to some older Islas, it is a little light. That's the only complaint I have. You know, but the complexity is is impressive, and I think if you're looking for your first complex whiskey, this might be one of your best options. It's a uh... Ooh, heat's amped up a little bit on the back end too. Mm-hmm. It is sweeter yeah, right. for sure. Sweeter for sure with water. I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely much more of that sherry finish. Yeah. Um, comes out. So, no, I uh, I like this a lot. This is missed. Oh, ballin'. It's a uh, this is this would be good. This is a good. I mean, just smoke wise, peat wise. I feel like a good. Cigar connoisseur, whiskey connoisseur yes. could really pair Absolutely. this well with something because I'm like, it's very tobacco y. That even yeah. said, like, just this would be good. You know, this is a great, I wouldn't say it's a great winter whiskey. Winter wise, yeah. I like to get into scotches, I like to get more rise. This would be great around a, like a Christmas Eve kind of a scotch mm-hmm. almost. Yeah, it, I'm impressed. I do like it a lot. Yeah, I think, um. Pairing this with a cigar is actually a great point. Like this would go really well with any cigar. Um, you just kind of go with it, you know. So fire in the hole. No, <laughs> it like got stuck behind. It got stuck behind my molars, which I hate when Ooh. someone. No. no, I need um, to go to the orthodontist. The nose is muted. Still got some of the smoke. Still got a little bit of sweet, but it's it's not as much as before for sure. So I was just thinking, like, did I wash this wrong? Amara came in my room the other day. She's like, can, "Do you have a water bottle I can have?" Because I washed mine and I did not rinse the soap out. And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And she goes, "Look, she took the lid off. It was like all bubbles." I'm like, "Did you spit that out if you drink it?" She's like, "I was in class. I was too embarrassed, so I just drank." I'm like, "Oh, you like drank straight dish soap?" Oh, rough. Yeah. Um, definitely muted. Still, the palette. Go ahead. 
light sweet tobacco still, but it's okay. muted from the neat. Uh, the palate's actually got a little bit more smoke than I remember the uh, other two pours having. The smoke's showing up much more. Um, I don't know if you're getting that. Um, on the back end, it get it, the smoke intensifies on the back end, whereas before it was more just kind of a heat and a little bit of the sherry sweet. I think mm. the smoke is not on the front, but it's on the back end. Um, yeah, it's it's super smoky on the back yeah okay the the finish is a little bitter for me too there is a slight i can see where it goes that way Mm -hmm. i i think Mm. i prefer neat but water is not far behind and then water's a little different not my favorite pour. water brings the sweet neat was definitely i think i'm gonna agree neat was my favorite Mm -hmm. i'm formulating me too. I have a rating, so I'll let you, Are you, ready? Uh, you go a little ahead. more, but I'll go. You got it. 8.74 on this one. Oh, okay. Uh, what I love about this the most is the complexity, especially on the neat pour. You start light, start a little uh, approachable, and then it's like, yeah, this like wave of briny, smoky Isla. And I think that's really special. You don't always get that. And I think it's it's something to be celebrated is a complexity to an Isla whiskey. It can happen easily on some Islas, but not all Islas. Uh, so I, I like this one. I like uh, the smoke, uh, but it's not blowing my mind. Uh, that's why I'm giving it. Did I say it? Uh, 8.75? I'm going to go lower what? than that. I meant a... I know... I, I'm actually, I, I don't know why I was thinking somewhere between like 8.7 and a 7.7. So I'm going to meet in the middle and I'm going to say an 8.27. I like it. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. I was like, wait, 8.7 says a Quite little high. Just, no, no, no. Yeah. 8.27. It's not seven. It's it's definitely much more than a, an eight, um, but it's not in the seven range. And, and yeah, 8.27. I don't know why I said 8.77 or 8.74. 8.24. Is what I meant to say. Final your, answer. Your first one, I th- well, maybe I'm splitting the difference. We are fairly close. I'm going 8.5. Okay. This I think is really good. It's got the mm-hmm. complexity that I like in a whiskey. It's uh, nice. got it's definitely different than I. I, I uh-huh. don't drink a lot of scotches all the t- like uh-huh. in my free time. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's definitely. Um, I think this it has a niche for sure. If this is yeah. your thing, like it's really, it's really good. Like there's a lot of like the brininess, mm-hmm. um, like it's tobacco-y. The sherry finish is there, but it's not what you get up front, yeah. right? Like it's a mm-hmm. nice finish. Um, that's kind of, you want your sherry butt to kind of trail behind, right? Yeah. So the, the last thing you get, slowly. the last thing you see. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. So mm-hmm. I'm going to just go straight 8.5. I like it a lot. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at. I like that. anything else cool. You got anything else? No, I think it's uh, about time to switch it over to our next segment of the show that we love to call. We don't just like we to do. call it, we love we to love. call it Whiskey World News. And we're back. Part of the show where we read an article, we talk about it or correspondence. We didn't write it, we're just going to read it. And away we go. This one comes from my good friend Cole at chillfilteredpodcast.com. That's me. At gmail.com. Uh, anyway, Cole got this from the newsletter committee at Ardbeg. Yeah. And this one is titled, 
introducing Hyper Nova. I'm excited. Smokiest Ardbeg ever. Speaking of smoky whiskeys, dear committee member, the time has come again to venture into the great beyond, and we are welcoming the emergence of another out of this world, is it really? Whiskey <laughs> Ardbeg Hypernova. The latest bottling of the distillery's renowned supernova series, Hypernova, is inspired by solar explosions that occur in the deepest space and, like its name suggests, is a hyperpeated malt with phenol levels in excess of 170 parts. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Hypernova is a dimension beyond the supernovas that came before it. A fabric, fabric-tearingly potent dram and the smokiest Arbeg on record. A highly experimental whiskey, Arbeg Hypernova possesses a multi-magnitude never before experienced. This is a brutally smoky spirit that radiates flavor in every direction, turbocharging Arbeg's signature smoke to pull pallets in a whole new dimension. It'll be released in the USA on October 15th, 2022. Keep one eye on the sky, no. another on your inbox, and your spiritual third eye on Chill Filtered. We'll be Amen. issuing details of how to get hold of the bottle on the day. So there you go. Cole, I know you got thoughts because you sent it to me, and we're like, let's do no. this because it's great. What are, you, what are your thoughts, Cole? So I think I, I think Ardbeg Supernova 2015 SN uh, committee release was... 108 i want to say uh parts per million so this is almost like 50 percent more which is pretty legit i am very excited i yo so listeners out there uh if you see it let me know i would probably you know snag it if you don't want it yourself uh so keep an eye out listeners uh i would love to try this one and pay good money for uh such a smoky so here's the thing does PD PDR make it better? Not always, uh, but does Supernova blow my mind? Yeah, it does. It's one of the best um, Supernova, like the SN 2015 committee release was one of the best PD whiskeys I've ever had in my life. So I would like to see if this could outdo it in a special way, but it might not. I mean, like uh, Octomore is usually always going for like the, the top... Um, smokiest whiskey and i think they do have this beat i want to say like octomore broke 200 on the phenol scale but that doesn't really matter ardbeg does a great job and i would love to try it that's about all i got but yeah, like no worries. i am very intrigued no i just want to know how many parsecs it would take to run this no was the parsec run what is it on star wars oh Grant, uh, did the uh, the floridians or something no, but yeah, yeah, uh, no, I know the, uh, that fits as well for the Metachloridian chloride. Tra- no for... wars, yeah. Mm-hmm. His Han Solo rigs were doing scale. something in like twenty-two parsecs. I don't know. That's the only thing that made me think yeah. of phenol. Ten point twenty-one gigawatts, or one point flux capacitating yeah. um, phenols. No, I think I'm excited. If, uh, if we can get it, that'd be great. I'd love to experience. Love to get Did it. it go to space? Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. What does it celebrate space? It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. In a cool way. It kind of reminds me of when I take a shower. Mm-hmm. I just the last thing I wash is the final front here, right here. Yeah. The last thing. Last I don't know. Here. I don't know. Hey, last, uh, last poorly said joke. What does that mean? Well, it means it's time for what whiskey would you choose? Hey, I don't know, man. I'm trying. So, what do we got? Results from last week. 
Uh, last week, question was, what mini are you handing out to adult trick-or-treaters? Adults or trick-or-treater, only. which I said on the thing. You can hand out to more than one. I went with Jim Beam because I thought it was really accessible. And you know what? It's kind of neat. And then Cole went with what Cole does. What I love. Buffalo, Buffalo Trace. Trace and Cole won that one 80 to 20%. Nice. Um, Split. Yeah. Now, we did have uh, a few write-ins. Not as many as we usually get. Yeah, but uh, That's okay. Our friend Dave Rockefeller, DJ Rockefeller 1991 with Buffalo Ew. Trace as well. Uh, and then he said Four Roses Select. Does Four Roses do a mini select? I don't know. I've never uh, seen like it. Like a small barrel select? I don't know. But if they did, I would drink it. I'd get into it for sure. I know they do the minis. Just through standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Matt Town Marketer, hot chocolate with a fireball mini. I could appreciate that. But I'd Just have to know the neighbor head. to drink the hot chocolate. Yeah. So uh, Bryce Marita. B that's Wisconsin side. where it gets cold. That's true. And you just trust everybody. Yeah. And then they yeah. turned out your neighbor was Jeffrey Dahmer giving you yeah. hot yeah. chocolate. Have you watched right. that show yet on good, Netflix? I only watched the first two episodes. I'm down to watch more. I am not down to watch more. I got like through halfway through the second episode. I'm like, this is too much. I'm done. Uh-huh. It was uh it was like uh it, it's one thing when it's a horror movie and it's not grounded yeah. in reality but when it's like yeah real and then you see yeah his childhood i was like no i don't i can't do it like i just don't want to i don't want to go there like as a yeah. like, the thing is like i used to like really be fascinated by that stuff but as a parent mm-hmm. like that changed me man. i'm like yeah for sure I can't do it anyway uh bryce Mirror with bullet cool bottle uh yeah okay i'll go with it there it is a cool bottle. put a bullet in available. someone on, and then uh, he said Halloween night. If Blanton's was available, he would do Blanton's. Like Blanton's mini. I've never even a seen a Blanton's mini. <laughs> Halloween night. Uh Drimhelm went with Makers and Brian Rap Fireball. And then there is one more that was messaged was um C Thomas Kid went with Fireball yeah. as well. And I think I gotta agree. I I when we gave this, what was he would choose? I was I was thinking like, let's do. I, I'd probably do Fireball because most people, if they don't like whiskey, real whiskey, especially like if fireball. you got some hot chocolate with you. Yeah, apple cider and Fireball, man, Ooh. that gets me. Yeah. Oh, when we were at the cabin, we did a shot that was uh, Fireball and Crown Royal Peach. Would you it name was it? Delicious. Uh. It's not an appropriate name, but she hate on the podcast. Nice. Um, but the the less controversial name with an inappropriate name was Peachy Balls. So, nice. Uh, like but then I was they were like, "Wow, that's surprisingly good." I'm like, "Yeah, it was surprisingly good." But then I thought of those like uh, Mexican candies where it's like the peach rings with the uh, chili yeah. on the outside. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that totally makes sense." You get a little spice with yeah. the with the peach. So anyway, mm-hmm. that was last week's What Was You Would Choose. Cole, what are you going to surprise me with this week's? What yeah, was so choose? shout out to Nathan Anthony for reaching out last last week or so. Uh, he wanted to say, or he wanted to throw in one and say, and anyway, guys, you could always hit us up and say, hey, here's a good What Was You Would Choose. We're always we down. need them. Yeah, we could use we them. Ain't Sometimes creative. we're scrambling. We'll be like, yeah. uh, so what would you drink when you're hanging out with the president? Or, you know, <laughs> but uh so Nathan reached out and said, you know, it's it's chili season in uh, Wisconsin and uh, you got a really good chili, like bean chili, beef chili, maybe some venison in there if you're crazy, Ooh, maybe not if you're Jeffrey Dahmer. 
Um, a little bit of human but, heart. Yeah, you put a human heart in there. But um, what? So, so you got your favorite chili in front of you, and this is a. I'll, I'll explain why this With is Bush's a baked question. beans because Bush's baked beans make the best beans for any chili or, or occasion. Any if you're hungry chili. for a bean, eat that bean because Bush's. Bush's got it. Yeah, roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> <sighs> it's one of those things where you're like, are, should we be? Should we be, uh, you know, paid for this? Maybe. Either way, we're going to rep them because they're Bush's baked beans. Anyway, um, one day that's going to happen and all of our listeners are going to applaud us. It's going to be better than any hypothetical time that I finished the, that was the song of my people joke and it was actually good. It's going to be like, people are going to be like slow clapping us in the background. Like, you did it, boys. Sons of guns. Yeah, exactly. Tears so, rolling uh, down. So you got your Bush's baked beans chili. Okay. What are you drinking with that? Chili whiskey. Hmm. It's a great question because here's the thing is that some chilies, not always Bush's baked beans, but some chilies have some spice to it. Not all whiskeys taste good with spicy food. You know, when I do stew, mm-hmm. I like to have I, I'll just do what regular do you stew about? But ah. stew is not chili. With chili, yeah. chili is a large bowl mm-hmm. made considered fairly inexpensively. Now, it still can cost depending on what you want to put in it. Um, but it's also a time commitment where you feel like I've got to honor this. And yeah. I feel like I'm being pulled just off the top of my head towards Maker's Mark. I feel okay. like it's. It's kind of it's still semi fancy. You pull up to a party with kind of like non connoisseurs. You got that wax seal on it. You're like, ooh, this is nice. You go, yeah, um, it's okay. It's all right. I mean, it's yeah, it's high. Yeah, it's good. Don't get me and wrong. It, and it's good. it is. It's not super large on the uh, palate. Like it doesn't like hit you in a certain ways. It's just sweet. Just good and easy. Easy. Sweet. 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 So weedy. So weezy easy. <laughs> so, so, so what do you got Cole? so yeah no it is a it is a tricky one because honestly i don't like typically drinking uh whiskey with spicy food but i thought about it today you know we're drinking an isla uh scotch mm-hmm. and i really enjoy some smoke yeah uh, but when it's balanced well with some sweet so i'm gonna go with one of my favorite islas uh, i'm gonna go with our bag Corp reckon mm-hmm. so that it brings a little bit more um boost to the smoky chili you might already be eating. So no need you're to drinking, add you're not adding smoke. it. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you're adding it, it to it your chili pairs well. It pairs, pairs well, well okay. with the chili. No, I won't be adding it to the chili. I'll be pairing it with my chili. So gotcha. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with that. Uh to mat or to match with my Wisconsin Bush's baked beans chili. I'm gonna be drinking some Ardbeg Corp Reckon. For the smoke bush and the sweet baked beans, yeah. Tennessee, um, Knoxville, Tennessee, even better because so, I have a can at the ready whenever yeah. my bush's baked beans craving hits. Whenever you bush those baked beans, so the beans have been um, so now is the time to talk about what we might be drinking next episode. <laughs> I got to think about that because it's good to think about that ahead of time. But we didn't do that in this case. We're going American, oh. though. I'll tell you that. Because I feel like we haven't done like a... Oh, we did Stag Junior last time. So it's not that far off. Uh, but let's go Rye, maybe. 
Um, some of the rides we got. Wilderness Trail, we have an eight. Yeah, let's do this. <clears throat> uh, Michter's Barrel Strength Rye. Perfect. Versus Wilderness Trail. Eight yeah, I wanted, let's do them both right now. Let's do them at the same time. Back to back. Skip next week. Let's just do another episode. Double header. Bean shooters afterwards. Yeah, exactly. We should do that. We should just do bean shooters before every episode. That'll get us sponsored. <laughs> still, what's your entry? Still bean? a little word. Barbecue. What's yours? <laughs> Regular bean. So good. <laughs> bacon infused. Like, oh, it's so good. Uh, so yeah, what's your entry buzz? What's your entry bean? I just um, pork pieces out. Yeah, <laughs> I always hated that. So yeah, we're Campbell's, going. Ugh, Campbell's baked beans with the pork pieces. Blah. Nah. Only bushes with the bacon pieces. Uh, yep. So uh, right between Michter's Barrel Strength Rye, and I believe that was last year's edition, versus uh, Wilderness Trail Eight Year Hundo Proof. Keep an Hundo. eye out on uh, this week's. Uh, what was we just choose on Instagram? Did a poor job last week, but I'll do a good job this week. So get it going, you know, Nicole. No one Tell cares. Me. You're the greatest. No one cares. You're the, goat. The you're the goat of the chill filters podcast. In fact, no, you're, you're gonna you'll goat. be the first chill filtered host to get the lifetime achievement award. I guarantee it. The that first lifetime achievement chill fil- filter the filthy, the chili. Chili? Philly? Yeah, chili. Filter? I think we go chili because that's a tie-in with Bush's baked beans. Yeah. The yeah, it's we true. Gotta, you'll be Just the everything winner needs to of the first chili for the lifetime achievement. Yeah. And you know what, Cole? Mm-hmm. I hope that day comes. I hope that I just get a Bush's Big Bean sponsorship uh, going with this podcast and that uh, they find it as awesome as we do. You know, and I hope that once they see that, they realize we could host any podcast about anything like, have you seen this movie where we just ask each other, have you seen this movie? Um, Have you eaten this bean? Have you eaten this product? Like, have you smoked that? Have you like, and I hope that's what they do, Cole. But most of all, listeners, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours. You're both yeah. idiots. Sweet. Hey, guys, play nice or you don't get a treat.
You're both yeah. idiots. Sweet. I'm showing a little too much shirt here. Ooh, <laughs> oh, modest is hottest, Robbie. <laughs>